This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, May 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Hurdles with Buy American Bill. Farm incomes predicted higher. And senators take on ocean carriers. Cholera pulls bill on tracking employee metrics. Assemblymember Ash Cholera of San Jose has withdrawn a controversial measure that would have set limits on employers using technologies to track employee performance data in the workplace. Cholera drew fierce criticism from the California Chamber of Commerce and others for providing just 48 hours for public review before the first hearing. Cal Chamber then added the bill into its annual, quote, job killer list for imposing broad, unworkable mandates on employers. The requirements would have led to penalties and civil actions against employers. Cholera added extensive amendments ahead of a second hearing before deciding to pull the measure. He referred to conversations with stakeholders and committee members and reasoned this complex issue requires more time for further engagement. Buy American Bill gets pushback from nutritionists. A measure that would require California schools and colleges to purchase U.S. food products has passed another committee but gained a new pushback from the California School Nutrition Association. A policy advocate for the association called it, quote, simply impossible to determine the source of a product during the current supply chain crunch. Shippers often change the orders or substitute products without notice while costs have risen astronomically and the reimbursement rate for school meals has remained unchanged, he argued. While the bill's author pledged to work with the association, the concern struck a chord with the Education Committee chair. The lunch ladies in my district just want to feed kids and they want to love their jobs, said Senator Connie Leva of Chino in sharing their frustration over paperwork and the bureaucratic hoops the workers already have to jump through. Farm income forecast rises despite production costs. A closely watched group of economists have raised their forecast for farm income this year in the wake of the Ukraine crisis and the recent run-up in commodity prices. As a result, farm earnings are expected to be about the same this year as last, that despite sharp increase in production costs. The Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute, based at the University of Missouri, now expects net farm income to reach nearly $120 billion this year, up from the March forecast of $105 billion. The increase accounts for increased production costs. FAPRI now projects farm production expenses, which includes feed and fertilizer expenses, will total $446 billion, up from the March forecast, $420 billion. Production expenses totaled about $392 billion in 2021. Fapri is estimating corn prices to average about 606 a bushel this year. That's better than the 578 a year ago. Wheat prices expected to hit 808 a bushel this year. A year ago it was 760. Oh, by the way, consumer food prices are now expected to jump by 6.8% this year. That's up from the March forecast of 4.2%. Johansson to administration. Don't mess with crop insurance. USDA's former chief economist doesn't think it's a good idea to tinker with a crop insurance program that in order to boost agriculture production in response to the war in Ukraine, as proposed by the Biden administration. 
contained in a $33 billion supplemental budget request released last week as $500 million in incentives, including a proposal to give a $10 an acre crop insurance premium to farmers who want to plant winter wheat this fall and follow that with soybeans in the spring. But messing around with the crop insurance program, probably not a good idea. Rob Johansson, the USDA chief economist from 2015 to 2020, told AgriPulse yesterday at the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Washington Watch meeting. The program is intended to provide risk management, he said. Instead, he suggested using the Commodity Credit Corporation to help out with inputs that are needed to produce the commodities, noting that during the Trump administration, quote, we got pretty creative with the CCC Charter Act when awarding funds for trade assistance and the coronavirus food assistance program. The approach also allows the department to avoid picking winners and losers among commodities. Senators call for waiving food aid restriction, with shipping costs soaring. Two senators proposing to suspend requirements that half of U.S. food be transported on U.S. flag carriers. The cargo preference requirement is part of the reason it will cost nearly $390 million to ship $282 million worth of ag commodities under a food aid plan the Biden administration announced last week. Senators Joni Ernst of Iowa, the Republican, and Chris Coons, the Delaware Democrat, proposed yesterday to temporarily waive those restrictions. The, quote, measure will allow the United States to flow aid faster and save taxpayer dollars and countless lives around the world, said Ernst. Ukraine. Russians are stealing grain. Russian soldiers are breaking into grain elevators and stealing farmers' crops on land occupied by the invaders, that according to the Ukraine Ministry of Agrarian Policy and Food. This is outright robbery, said Ukrainian Agriculture Minister Mykola Solsky. I personally hear this from many elevator owners in the in, in the occupied territories. This is happening everywhere in the occupied territories. A special surge has been observed over the past two weeks. U.S. pet food exports to China seen rising further. U.S. pet food exports to China rising fast and the expansion expected to continue. That according to a new report out of Beijing from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China slashed its tariff on foreign source pet food from 15% to 4% in January of 2020. That resulted in an increase in imports of nearly 100%, according to the FAS. While Canada is still the primary foreign supplier to China, the U.S. is well-positioned to expand shipments. China lifted its ban on U.S. pet food that contains ruminant material in 2020. Chinese government began quickly approving U.S. production facilities for export. China imported $114 million worth of U.S. pet food in 2021, up from $9 million in 2018. Finally, here's today's He Said It. First, I have to think Mexican. That GOP Senator Jim Nielsen of Tahama describing his three-day process for becoming conversant in Spanish when visiting Mexico as he shared his support for a resolution honoring Cinco de Mayo. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, May 3rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Nally.